Hey, Rebel. I'm Amy Verlinich, the Rebel Rouser and Hype Gal behind the Rebel Against Ordinary podcast, where I love to disrupt normal and empower rebels, as well as all you rebels in hiding, to embrace your God-given strengths and weaknesses so that you can unapologetically unleash your superpower with anyone, everywhere, all the time. Simply put, I don't want to just help you think outside of the box. I want to empower you to live there. So if you're ready to shut that inner critic up, rise up from your circumstances, show up confidently in every area of your life, and resist the urge to settle for the BS the world is telling and selling you, then you are most definitely in the right place. And you are most welcome here, no matter what that looks like or feels like. So grab a hot beverage or one on the rocks, because today's episode is all about spilled milk and mistakes. And if you've ever spilled milk, you know what a mess it can be. And if you've ever made a mistake, then you also know how messy it can be, right? Seriously, messing up is never easy. But sometimes walking away from the mess is even harder. I mean, don't cry over spilled milk might be easy enough to say when it's actually milk that's spilled all over the floor. But when the mess that needs cleaning up is hurt feelings, selfishness, bad judgment, and anger. Well, dealing with that kind of mess becomes a different story, especially when it's someone else that's made the mess in your life. And it doesn't matter whether they've ruined your reputation, took the best years of your life, robbed you of your purity, owed you more affection, deprived you of your childhood, played you for the part of a fool, or betrayed your trust. That kind of spill is a whole nother level of mess to clean up, right? Let's face it, when we're inconvenienced, had other plans, wanted a different outcome, or think we deserved better, well, it's hard to let go of that kind of mess because it wasn't our fault. (laughs) So we wait to be compensated for what is owed us. We refuse to wipe up that spill while our bitter feelings grow and the milk begins to turn hour. (laughs) Can you smell it? (laughs) Pretending it didn't happen, whatever it is, it won't make things better and refusing to deal with it won't make it go away either. The longer we let our feelings go unresolved, the worse the smell is going to get. Trust me. (laughs) And I know that that is easier said than done sometimes, right? I know the pain we experience as a result of someone else's bad decisions can be unfair, ugly, and unbearable. And while we can't control when or why people spill the milk in our life, we can choose how we'll respond to the milk that's been spilled. Our pent-up feelings and negative thoughts will only wind up invading our heart. And while you might be able to hide in the darkness for a while, the truth is spilled milk eventually stinks. Negativity grows and festers and spreads until it's wrapped itself around our personality, our identity, the way we act, everything we believe, and our entire outlook on life. Because the heart always reveals itself. And you just can't disguise that smell. Regardless of why the milk spilled in the first place, we don't have to let it lay there, taking up space in our heart, our mind, our soul. We don't have to allow it to clutter up those spaces and ignore it, avoid it, and allow it to smell. 
It's hard when difficult things happen, when things don't go our way, or when people in our lives mess up. And while we may not be able to change the events of the past, we can decide to clean up the milk so we can move forward. Because when we refuse to clean up the spills in our lives, they seep into the deepest spaces of our heart, affecting our mind, affecting how we think, and our soul, affecting how we behave. And all these areas affect what we do, how we show up in the world, and and how we don't. And when there's spilled milk in the internal spaces of our self, well, it's going to show up eventually. And until it does, it just grows more and more sour. So for today's episode, I'm going to share the steps we can take to clean up the spilled milk in our lives. And there are five, so get ready to take some notes. I'll also share it again at the end. But the first thing we need to do to clean up the spilled milk is to divulge who took something from you. Be honest. Make it known to yourself. Who are all the people you've hidden deep in your heart, long forgotten, or have gone unacknowledged for whatever reason? And write it down. Make a list of every single person who mistreated, offended, or hurt you. Go back as far as you can remember, and don't assume just because it was a long time ago that you've put it behind you. Who spilled the milk in your life? Was it an ex who cheated on you? A coach who abused you? A friend who betrayed you? A parent who was never there? A boss who ignores you? A date that went horribly wrong? A church that mistreated you? Or someone who's not even alive anymore? Because if you want to be free, you have to get rid of all of it. And if you're not certain, here's some great questions to ask yourself. Who do I hope I never run into or see it ever again? (laughs) Who would I like to pay back if I ever got the chance? Who do I secretly wish would fail? Who do I imagine having a confrontation with? And who has hurt me? This may be difficult, but it's the only way you can begin the process of setting your heart free. And then after you've identified who, the next step, determine what they owe you. Do not skip this step. Sweeping your hurt under the rug or ignoring what's been done won't help you truly let go. You need closure. Think about what that person, the person who hurt you, what would they need to do to make things right? Would it be an apology, time, money, a marriage, a family, a job, a chapter in your life? Obviously, a person who isn't alive anymore can't even do anything. And I'm not even saying that these people can, but this Step isn't about reconciliation or even what's possible. It's to recognize the loss that you feel and acknowledge what exactly you feel was taken from you because until that loss is dealt with, you will carry it in your heart. Remember that smell? This step isn't about what anyone else can or can't do. It's just another step toward freeing your heart. So spend some time thinking about how you feel about being cheated on, betrayed, or taken advantage of. I know that this is difficult, but answer what the people on your list stole from you. Then, once you've determined that, the third step, decide when you want to be free. And I know that that may sound ridiculous for you to decide when you want to be free. After all, who would decide to live captive, right? But that's exactly what we're doing when we choose to hold on to hurt. Our heart can never be free unless we cancel the debt we're holding on to. 
And this is where many people decide it's too difficult to move forward. Let me be crystal clear here. Deciding to let go isn't saying what was done to you was okay. This step is simply saying you're not going to allow the past hurt to take up space in your heart anymore. If you want your heart released from this chain that is attaching you, then you must decide that what was taken from you in the past isn't worth ruining your future over anymore. It's your choice. It's your calendar. Even if you have a good reason to be angry, the truth is that the person that hurt you has been in charge of your life ever since that moment, and not because they took it, but because you've allowed it. So how long are you going to let the people you don't even like, people who might even be dead and gone by now, control your life? When are you going to clean up the spill? Tomorrow? In a few months? Get your calendar out. Pick a date. I'm serious. <laughs> it may sound crazy, but what's really crazy is all the years that you've been wasting because your heart has been caught up in something that is over. Nothing can make up for what's been lost in the past. An apology, promises, or even monetary compensation won't erase the experience from your life. It happened. But if you wait until you get what is owed to you and refuse to clean up the spilled milk, your bitterness is only going to grow. The smell is only going to get stronger, and your heart will never be free. You can't be free from what you're still holding on to. And every time you smell that sour milk, it's like getting hurt over and over and over and over again, even if the person isn't a part of your life anymore. And then after you've decided when, the next step is to dismiss the debris. Please understand this step does not dismiss what happened. Dismissing the offense is simply the act of removing the garbage from your heart and freeing up the space it's been taking up. When you let go of what has hurt you, it begins to lose its power over you and releases the hold it's had on your heart. Dismissing the debris isn't something we do because the person deserves it, but because we can't be free from all the anger, pain, and bitterness until we do it. When we hold out waiting to be paid back for the wrongs done to us, we wind up being the ones who pay. However, if we cancel the debts owed to us, we are set free. So take the list that you made up from step one, and for each person that you've listed, fill out the following on an index card or piece of paper, okay? Name of the person who hurt you has taken what it was that the person took from me. I have held onto this debris long enough, and I choose to cancel this debt. Name of the person who hurt you doesn't owe me anymore. I release, name of the person who hurt you, on this day, the month, the date, and the year. And then after you're done doing that with every person on your list, yep, <laughs> every single one, you could either take that list and burn it, put it through the shredder or tear it up, or if it's a hurt that you have to deal with on a more regular basis. This can happen if you live by or are married to, work with, or are related to the person who hurt you. You could keep the paper in a place where you can pull it out and remind yourself that you've let the debris go. You're not going to hold on to it anymore. The milk has been cleaned up. Don't let it spill again. 
which is the final step to freeing your heart after dismissing the debris, the final step is to deny taking it back. Sometimes, depending on the loss or pain, you need to make the daily decision not to let the milk spill again. Dismissing what happened doesn't erase our memories. Unfortunately, even after we've dismissed the debris, we can find ourselves doing great, and then something triggers a memory and the feelings come flooding back. And when that happens, we have a few choices. We can, one, grab hold of those feelings and let them take hold of our heart again, or two, we can ignore them or try to think of something else, (laughs) or three, we can refuse to allow those feelings to take hold of our heart again. Remember, you've already decided to let go. You set your heart free. And while feelings may come and go, your decision to be free can remain strong. The person that hurt you doesn't control you anymore. Your heart has been set free of that debt. Anger will never turn you into the person that you were created to be. And speaking of you, while we're at it, let's choose the date you're finally going to forgive yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's time to free yourself from that inner critic that has been blaming you, guilting you, and keeping you from stepping into your greatness. It's time for you to forgive you. To say, I forgive you. You were doing the best you could. You didn't know better. You never meant to hurt anyone, including yourself. You were surviving. You were struggling. You were loving. You were hurting. You weren't able. You didn't know. You did your best. You showed up even when it was hard, no matter what. And that woman, each and every single time, every single time was enough. And she needs to be celebrated, not condemned. And she also needs to forgive you, too. You need to coexist with your entire Self, There is no good or bad side of you. There is only you that has different emotions and thoughts and feelings, sometimes more, sometimes less, but they are all still you. And let me tell you, when I realized my inner critic wasn't out to get me, when I allowed myself to dig deeper, I saw a part of me that challenged myself to keep going, to never give in. She wanted me to keep fighting for more than what I almost settled for any number of times. And when I looked at her, I also saw times where she needed love. And so I finally gave it to her. I let her know it was okay to be scared, to feel things so deeply, so deeply, you know, that you're disappointed and even angry when they don't turn out like you thought or planned or hoped they would. (laughs) Yeah, hope. Everything can change for us when we allow that inner critic to have hope. Mm, Hope. Yes, everything can change for us when we allow that inner critic in us to hope. I didn't even realize I'd been keeping it from her, keeping it and reserving it for only certain parts of me when there was this part screaming for more and slowly dying, fighting for air and seeing me breathe it and yet keeping it from her. I didn't know. I couldn't see it. That as I tried to be myself, there were still parts I wouldn't allow to come out and play. Parts of me I wouldn't allow to make mistakes. Parts of me that I wouldn't allow to breathe and give hope. 
See, every single part of me needed it, a chance to take it all in, to know that all of me is worth the air and space it takes up. And that means every single part. So forgive yourself, every single part, and allow each and every single part of you the space to breathe again. I began to believe for that part of myself that had been deprived for so long from just the simple act of breathing. I believed because hope makes you believe in things, something beyond the next breath. It's truly a rebellious act. But you can't be free from what you're still holding on to, including the lies you've told yourself. It's got to go. Put the date on the calendar. It's time to get rid of the mess because every time you smell that sour milk, whether from someone else or yourself, you can still choose to refuse to hold on to the anger. Take care of it before another day passes. We can't undo what's been done, but we don't have to let the past control our future another moment. We can make the decision to be free. Don't give that milk any more time to sit and smell. Clean it up once and for all. And I understand that if it's been sitting there for a while, it may take more effort to get rid of it. But if you don't take care of it, it's going to continue to follow you. It will be in your bed between you and your spouse, at your breakfast table, with you at work, on the couch with you and your kids. And the smell will follow you until you clean it up. And if you think no one else smells it, you're wrong. And if the people you're around don't smell it, it's because they've got their own mess to deal with. (laughs) Seriously, it's normal to pretend that it's all okay, that it didn't hurt, that you're fine. But when we choose to do something different and rebel against ordinary, we can break free from those chains holding us back, keeping us from discovering ourself. You know, that truly amazing creation that we are, each individually made uniquely, no two of us alike. When we clean up the messes in our heart, clear out that internal clutter, we allow ourselves the space to grow. So wherever you find yourself today, please know that your past does not define you. It's just a part of your past, and it shaped who you are today. But what you do with that is up to you, and you can choose to ignore, avoid, or deny that smell, but it is affecting you and changing you into something that you were never meant to be. Which leads me to this week's Live Louder Challenge, which is simply just a way for us to drown out the noise of the world and turn up the volume of our heart's beat, to live louder than hate or anger and do something different to positively impact every space in our lives and ourselves. So with that being said, this week I want to challenge you to think about any spilled milk that's been in your life. Maybe it's been laying around so long you've gotten used to the smell and you don't even notice it anymore. But that doesn't change the fact that what happened is in the past and it is controlling you today. So how long are you going to let that rancid smell surround your life? And I know it might seem impossible or overwhelming, so just take it one step at a time. One day at a time if needed. Or make it be something you journal about once a week. I focus on eliminating clutter on Tuesdays, but that isn't just physical clutter I can see. It's focusing on that internal decluttering too. So get the journal out, take a piece of paper, and write it out. Here they are, the five steps. Number one, divulge who took something from you. Number two, determine what they owe you. Number three, decide when you want to be free. Take out the calendar. Number four, dismiss the debris. And number five, 
deny taking it back. Okay, then the second challenge is for you to set a reminder on your phone or in your planner for February 11th because it's Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. (laughs) I'm not making it up. It's a day to remind us not to stress over the little mistakes in our past, to leave our worries behind and greet the new day with optimism and a positive outlook. Who doesn't need a reminder for that? So mark the day on your calendar. Set a reminder early so you can celebrate with someone else. I mean, why not? And let me just add, speaking of someone else, if you're married, clean up the spilled milk in your marriage. Set up an evening or a getaway to focus on healing and restoring your marriage. Talk about some things you can do to make things better and move forward together. If it's been a while and the smell is strong, it's going to take some time. So start making the time. Okay, you didn't get where you're at overnight and you're not going to get out of it overnight either. But ignoring it won't make the smell go away. And then if you're a parent, teach your children how to clean up the spilled milk in their life so it doesn't go sour. Um, There's a great book by Barney Satzberg, um, S-A-T-Z-B-E-R-G. It's called The Beautiful Oops. And um, it may look like a children's book, I understand, But it serves as a great reminder to them and you that even our worst mistakes can be made into something beautiful when we don't allow them to ruin us. Did you hear that? Even our worst mistakes can be made into something beautiful when we don't allow them to ruin us. So it's time to rebel against ordinary, dear rebel, and clean it up. Let go of what has turned sour in your heart so you can be free. And that's a wrap for our 10th episode. Woo-hoo! Do not despise small beginnings. I am talking to myself here and celebrating this for myself, the woman who needed to step into this. And I'm also forgiving myself for not allowing myself to do it sooner. See, I'm cleaning up messes too. So be sure you make it a priority to clean up the spilled milk in your life this week. Your future self needs it. You need it. And your inner critic needs it too. So love her, forgive her, and allow her to exist with you. She isn't bad or too much or a part of you to squelch. She's walking through this with you. So allow her to breathe. Until next time, go out and live bigger than what's acceptable, love louder than what's necessary, and light a fire in the darkest spaces of yourself and the world. Love you, Rebel.